Alright, here we go, episode 7, what is happening, what is going on, my name is Roman and Lucas Kalu one more time. How's it going guys? We might have some mic issues um, this episode, we do apologize, this has been a fucking pain in the ass for both of us. Soon guys, soon be better. Uh, <laughs> we got new mics, new mixes, everything new yeah, and we're soon. we're gonna have to figure that shit out. We don't know what, what the deal is. Um, you know, with, with the last couple of episodes been cutting short, now we can't get one of the mics to work, but hopefully you can sort of hear me, probably not that much. Um, we do want to give out a shout out to our uh, one follower, uh, Rob. <laughs> How's it going, brother? How you doing, man? Yeah, uh, you didn't listen while. last. You didn't hear last time, right? Yeah, so we we shouted you out last episode, but we had to do some edits, so we do apologize. But uh, we're definitely giving you a shout out. What's happening, brother? Um, hope you can come down, do a little guest spot for us, maybe sometime in the future. It'll be good to have you. Um, yeah, on the show. How are you? I'm good, sir. Yeah. What's new? What's new is. I could be going to Singapore in the next couple of weeks. Oh, December 9th. Um, for how long? Don't know. The bubble's been the bubble's open. Mm. Uh, it it officially officially uh, November twenty second. Mm. And I've looked at flights already, so there, there are a couple of flights. There's a lot of flights actually going off from Cafe, so that's pretty good. Um, price wise, is expensive. Yeah, I was. I, I imagine it should be very expensive. So I think around. The December period, we're looking at six thousand. Oh, I remember when I went to Singapore first time. I paid like thousand something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You for like yeah. between two thousand, thousand something for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, they used to do like four or five flights a day. Now I think they're doing one per day with the bubble, and they will extend more depending on how many people go back mm. and forth. So, um, any news from Taiwan? No, I don't know what's going to happen with Taiwan. I mean, I'm, I'm also hearing that people can fly to China now. And mm. then, um, so my boss, for example, is planning a trip to Shanghai in the next couple of weeks. Um, he said, and he's based in Singapore, so he basically said that he only has to quarantine for one or two days. Mm-hmm. Um, and then coming back, he just needs to take the test. So he's all good. Oh, that's good. That's so, good. Yeah, uh, for us, if we go to Singapore, we just got to pay for the test, and that's so six thousand is just the ticket. I don't even know how much the test is. Oh man, mm. expensive. But are you going for work? Yeah, so it's going to mm. be work related. Not confirmed yet. Depends on the price. Depends on. I, I think we want to get the first few people to go on first, just to see if it yeah, 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 smoothly. Um, but good see. for us. Evolve. Maybe I'll see you. Yeah, it seems like Hong Kong is doing some good. I, I've also heard confidentially, even though I shouldn't be saying this, but I'm fucking saying it. <laughs> um, Please, guys, don't they, sue us. They <laughs> might announce a couple of more bubbles in the next week or two. So they'll announce, from what I hear, Australia and New Zealand. Oh. So that's going to be... Oh, that's big. interesting because I I saw that Australia maybe it would be closed for the rest of the year. I mean, like, yeah. for 2021, even 2021, yeah. because they are doing so well, and they're, like, they're a big country. They, it's not they don't need people coming in, but, you yeah. know, they're fine. Yeah. So they're, they're thinking to close the country for, like, a year. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm hearing otherwise. I'm hearing, basically, that the Hong Kong Tourism Board it might be announcing... Um, to the public in the next week or two that 
Australia and New Zealand is now going to be a potential bubble for this year. Mm. Um, if not this year, maybe beginning of next year. So what that would mean, people who want to spend Christmas in New Zealand, and I've done that, it's amazing, you might be able to do it this year, mm. maybe. Interesting, maybe. interesting. Um, so I think if all these bubbles start popping up, I wouldn't be surprised if Thailand comes to be a bubble soon. Hope so. Hope so. It would be great. Yeah. In the next couple months. I already already got some like packers. Yeah. To go to Thailand oh next year. Yeah, so yeah. Right yeah, yeah. Give by the way, guys. Yeah. Tiger Muay Thai. Check it out. Check it out to their website. They're giving very good deals. Oh really? Yep. Good for you. I forgot to tell you. You buy now and can use until the end of 2021. Tiger Muay Thai, guys. For you who don't know is one of the best gyms in the world right now. They have the one of the best camps, great coach, great training partners, people from, from all around, they come to train a Tiger. Yeah. Super nice. worth it. Nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, how much is, is it expensive? Or are they, is it a 50% for all packages. Accommodation off. and training. If you just want to train, it's 20% off. If you, have, if you want to have accommodation and training, 50% off. And they have like different kind of accommodations, villa, the hotel, the small rooms. Yeah, good deal. So you're gonna get that for sure. Yeah, yeah, let's go, man. Let's get it. <laughs> well, let's just see. I mean, hopefully we can. But you can use until twenty until the end of twenty twenty one. I messaged them. They say, look. I said, look, because when you when you go to buy, you need to like, specify the dates. I said, look, unfortunately, I cannot exactly like tell you exactly the dates because I don't know about the the, yeah. the, the, the borders. And then they they reply me. And saying, look, just message us like a few weeks before and we and it's fine. Okay. Okay. I'll see you guys. I mean, if that's good, then yeah, I think that's a good deal actually. 50% off because it's yeah. expensive typically, right? Yeah, it's not, it's not cheap, especially for, for Thailand. Mm. Yeah. I think the monthly, if you pay monthly there, should be about 500 US mm. normally, you know, just for training. Yeah. Just for training. So here's a hypothetical scenario for you. Let's just say, for example, we go into another global lockdown next year, right? Mm. And um, this lockdown lasts for like, let's say three months, for example. Would you, if you had the opportunity, would you leave Hong Kong and like, let's say like move to Thailand for three months? I'm, I'm open, guys. Yeah, I would do it. Yeah, I've been thinking about it's that time. too. There, there's another lockdown, whether to get a villa in Thailand or Bali or something and just kind of spend the next couple of months there? I would go to a place that I could train, but I could also fight, you know? Mm. 2021, I wouldn't be active. I'm re By the way, guys, I'm recovering for a knee knee surgery, so I should be How's that clear to go. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm very good, actually. But I should sparring, be... I can't spar... I, can, I have been doing a lot of boxing, but, like, I can't kick, yeah. but I cannot be kick. I cannot, I cannot, like, for example, I can grapple from bottom, like, light, BJJ, but I cannot wrestle. So, I so should be clear to... Like, would, like, does it hurt? Or, like, it, what, yeah, what like, it few like? positions, it still hurts, but it's because the new reconstruction, the ACL, if you rush, like, for every month that you rush back, you have, like, about 25% chance to re-injury. So, I, so what's a good time for you to... Nine remember? months. Like nine months, you, you, you're clear to go after nine months. So it's been eight months now. So I should, I should be good to go next month. Um, but like to start training, like wrestling and all that, you know, you need, you need to put the rounds in. So yeah, I'm, I would, 
I should be clear to go, you know, like to go when I say like to fight, train, like sparring properly, like not that January. So, so I'm going to fight like, January or February. Do you, do you lift? Yeah, no, I'm lifting. Do you I'm lifting. squats and, and no issues with So it? I haven't loads much, you know. Mm-hmm. I can squat. I have like the, mo- the most important thing right now is actually the, 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 the range, range of motion. My range of motion is good. Yeah. So I just haven't loaded much, which is not necessary. Still not necessary. Do you, as part of the rehab, like jogging, running? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So there I have like, there's a program specific for like jumping, you know, like how to land, like sprinting, stopping, you know, like things that you usually do, you know, like and have like the specific parts of it, which is like for me, like footwork, Mm. kicking. There's a bit of impact kicking the bags, you know, like you need to get used slowly. Oh, nice. I'm good. I'm good. Getting better. Uh, but no fight schedule at all. No fight that? schedule. No fight schedule. Like. Chatri, come on, bro. Come on, man. Dana White Contender right. Series. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't Chatri supposed to do one? Like he had his own Rich Franklin. Like, yeah, yeah, they were doing it, actually. It was really, like very famous here in, in in Asia, but the pandemic basically stopped it. I heard. Dana wanted to do a contender series in China. That's the plan. That's one of the reasons they created the UFCPI. Yeah. Should be this year, but they, they postponed for next year. Yeah. They should, they should start it next year. Mm. Come on, guys. I'm here. Mm. A Brazilian who speaks English, good English. A little bit of Chinese. A little bit of Chinese, huh? I have, yeah. Can you say some swear words? Huh? Can you say some swear words? Yeah. Say one swear word. Uh, <laughs> too late. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Bro, it's not even Mandarin. That's you, Rob. Too late, Rob. Speaking of the UFC, uh, we had quite an interesting weekend. Um, I would say the theme out of the weekend would have been the senior citizens kind of... Uh, fight weekend where uh, fighters like Glover Teixeira, Andre Orlovsky, who, you know, in theory... Glover Teixeira. Yeah, Glover. And uh, he Glover. beat Thiago Santos, yeah. I mean, they shouldn't be winning, but Glover <laughs> is looking pretty damn good. So a round three submission on Thiago Santos, and that was an interesting fight because that first round, I remember Santos had Glover... Rocked, and Glover was smart because he just he basically went for the takedown. The way that Glover won his last couple fights was just like rock about boy style, you know. Like he got drop, he got punch, but then he switched to the grappling. He is an incredible grappler, incredible grappling. He has a like legit black belt. belt. Look, shout out to one of my good friends, like one of my. Training partners for a really long time, Caio Magalhães, Caio Hellboy. He, former UFC fighter. We used to train together for like, I don't know, 15 years since we're very young. Anyways, Caio Magalhães is Glover's partner in New York. He, he started to train with Glover like about 10 years ago to help Glover with the, with the BJJ, with, yeah. the, with the grappling. So, yeah, so they have been doing a great job. But Glover was like really high level, even before Caio went to train with him. So, shout out for him. And yeah, Glover is just like complete, man. He's a beast. He's a beast. I mean, for a 41-year-old, right, and the fact that he's still causing that much damage and winning fights against... I mean, Thiago Santos is not... No, man. He's a black belt, too. People people is like... It's good that that shows the level. You're like, guys, you have black belts and black belt. 
like the darker black belt. Yeah, it's just yeah. different, you know, it's just different. Yeah, Chago Santos is a black belt, but you saw the difference in the grappling. It's just like, just different, you know? But I also felt Santos at the beginning when he was throwing those punches, he wasn't really thinking about it. He was just fucking, just going crazy, just mm, smashing. To like. be honest, I like that when he started, he, because he... I have the the different idea of Santos. He, for me, sometimes he rush yes, into saying, the. He but so he, do you think so? I, I don't think. I think he started so well. He it reminds me of a sign the way that he was moving. You know, like the footwork, like you know, very wide stance. Really. Like fainting. Yeah. At the beginning of the fight. I looked at it as he he basically had Glover rocked a little bit. And yeah. No. For sure. He kept kind of going. Kept yeah. No. But no. the problem was Glover was moving a little bit, like he wasn't rocked too bad, but then a lot of punches Santos was sort of missing, and then he was punching That's again. true, that's like, true. There was no like thinking into like what he was It's doing. like this, until he got the first punch, he was moving like really well. And then after getting the first punch that he f that he realized that Glover was rock, he rushing, yeah. you know? like But like previously he was like rushing even like before, yeah, yeah, it's, he was like very aggressive, sometimes too aggressive. I mean, it's not a bad thing, but, you know. Well, I think that, that was his, um, I guess, his downfall for this fight is maybe he didn't kind of take a step back and, yeah. and kind of finish the, the fight properly. Maybe he could have taken it to the ground as well. Maybe he could have used some kicks. I don't know. Yeah, but, but to tough me, for him to put Glover to the ground, man. But, you know, it goes back to what we were saying that... Glover is not only BJ, it's not only is he's grappling general, he has a high level wrestling, man. His ground and pound is what he did to Anthony Smith. I mean, yeah. crazy, crazy. He is by crazy. far the best uh, grappler in lightweight division. Yeah. Like now, Jones is not there. He's like by far the best grappler there. I mean, what's crazy about Glover is he's pretty much on a five win. Five or six, history, right? five, five or yeah, five, 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 five. Loss. And it was a pretty bad loss. And he finished four, four, four of these five fights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His last loss was with Gustafsson. Mm -hmm. uh, that was a pretty bad one. I know. Yeah. That. That's when Gustafsson really knocked. Him first, off. first round KO, right? No, it was, with it was no round five, round five uh, TKO. But I remember it was when Gustafsson was doing like like a lot of boxing, right? So he was just piecing him up round by yeah, round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Glover didn't even know what to do. Yeah. After that, you know, since February, since February 2017, oh no, sorry, since, wait, sorry, since uh, after May 2017, December 2017, he's been on pretty much almost on a winning streak. Yeah, man. Uh, he he changed he changed the way that he trained. He started to go to UFC PI. He started to to take care more of his career. He is really at, like he is like an athlete, guys. Uh, Glover is one of those guys that he kind of manages his own training camp mm. for a long time. So for example, when he invited my friend Kyle Magalhães to help him, he has the boxing coach, the wrestling coach. He has like some training partners that he can do sparring. But he is basically the one that organizes everything. He doesn't have a head coach, mm. you know? So he has been doing this for a really long time. So yes, yeah, it's very interesting. Guys, it, like his story, if you, if, you want, if you want some inspiration, like Glover started to fight when he was like 25 and he went, it was like something, somebody invited him to a boxing tournament 
because just because he was big, he was living in the U.S. He was just like like lifting, mm. and the guy saw how big and strong he was, and he said, "Look, would you like to do like a competition, boxing competition?" Yeah. And then he went with zero experience, and then he was sad. He went to all the way to the finals, and the guy, and then he lost the finals. But Chuck Lee, Chuck Lee, coach saw him and really liked him, and he started to train. So then he they started to train. He started to train with Chuck Liddell and all that, and then he started. But his first fight, he was like 20, 26. I don't know his first MMA fight. It was already like kind of late. Yeah. He lost his first fight. He won the second. He lost the third, and then he started to win. Like boom, beating yeah, everyone. Like he, he has an impressive yeah. roster. I mean, he beat Ryan Bader. He's beaten uh, Rampage Jackson. He fought for the belt, right? Yeah. In 2014 with John Jones. Obviously, mm -hmm. John Jones won that. I mean, this guy has had an incredible, incredible career. And at 41, for I feel like it's like a new chapter for him. Yeah. Man, not only this. Look, before, before UFC, Glover, he was like beating everyone. Yeah. You know, beating everyone. He fought even one of my friends, uh, Samurai. My friend, someone, if you listen to this one day, yeah, my, he was former former UFC fighter too. But anyways, he was beating everyone out of UFC, but the problem he had visa issues in the U.S. Because he uh, stayed yeah. legally in the U.S., then he could figure it out. He left U.S. to Brazil, yeah. but then on the way back, they, they stopped him, so he couldn't go back. So UFC wants want Glover... But because of visa issues, he couldn't fight. Mm -hmm. And then he was fighting out of UFC all the time, especially in Rio. He was leaving Rio, uh, training at Novo Neon, like like fighting for Chuto Brazil. But he was already famous. And I remember when he signed, when he finally find, signed to UFC, a lot of people didn't want to fight Glover, especially the Brazilians, because they knew Glover. Mm -hmm. They knew how good Glover was. You know, so it's like it's a, too risky. You know, like how I'm, why I'm gonna fight a guy who is not famous, but he is as good at as right, as right, everyone. Right, right. So that's the reason, you know, Glover. I think Glover finished basically everyone, and then he went directly for the title with with John Jones. Like he had only four fights in UFC and, until John Jones. I mean, speaking of titles, I guess you know the the thing is, what's next for him? Because if Izzy and Jan start, if they confirm next year in March. Yeah. I mean, that leaves Glover in a situation where does he wait? Um, do they create like an interim belt? Maybe. Mm. Um, ah. You know, I, I don't think Glover's in a rush to fight. I think yeah. he wants the title next. I mean, the way I look at it is I think he will wait it out and then fight in the summer next year. Yeah, but the problem is like, Ian already said that he's not going to fight until March. Yeah. You know, because he's having a baby now. Yeah. So if they fight in March, he doesn't have a high frequency like Ian. Let's say Ian wins, for example, if he fights at a same March and he wins. He will fight Glover only by the end of the year. And the time is like is not helping Glover, you know, he is 41. Mm. So every like one year that he loses can affect his performance. Nobody knows, maybe not, maybe won't won't do it, but it's not good for him to wait that much. But then if you're guaranteed a title challenge to fight the winner... he wait, for sure, but it's just not good. Ideally for Glover would be fight Ian in March. You know? I would think at his age... And especially, look, what about if, if 
Remember, if Arasanya wins, everyone knows that he's going to fight Jones after that. Okay? But remember that thing Charles Sonny likes to say, when you fight somebody and if you win, you get basically everything that that person has. So if Ian wins, all that thing about Arasanya Jones fights we'll give it we'll, we'll pass to to Ian because mm. they haven't fought so maybe the UFC will try to make Ian versus Jones again like Jones for the first time mm. and then Glover has to wait even more mm. so if this fight happens like it's very bad for Glover uh, yeah the problem is he's basically kind of even though he deserves the the title challenge i just feel like the UFC it's it's They don't make. They won't make it's a lot make, of money. Yeah, 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 problem, yeah. Right? It's money, right? They'll try to make more I mean, money as possible. The the problem that they have right now is a good problem for them. They have, obviously, Jan already the champion. You have yeah. Adesanya who's going to step up, and then you have Jones who's circling around that just to see. Yeah, who's yeah. Win. I mean, that's already like you said, three fights for twenty twenty one. So that division yeah. is locked down. Right? Yeah. Santos losing puts him back a little bit. Um, Reyes losing puts him back a little bit um, and they've all fought for the title as well unfortunately Glover's in that middle where he hasn't fought for the title since 2014 however he deserves it but the reality is that a Glover versus Jan fight is not going to yeah, like get pay-per-views yeah Ian fighting against Arasanya Ian is not this, the, the A side he is the B side I think it's yeah, a lot so. of interest because it's... it's, it's no, that's the thing. Because he's the right? champion, right? Yeah. It's just like, if if Glover would be the champion and Arasane was moving up, like, Arasane would be the A-side in terms of pay-per-view, you know? Like, yeah. even if he is the challenger. By the way, that would be an interesting fight. Glover, Glover right? and Arasane. Tough fight for him, huh? Really tough fight for him. Much harder for him than, than, than Ian. Yeah. Because of the grappling, you know, like they have like like Glover's grappling is just just amazing. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, I, I I agree with you where time is running out for Glover. He's forty one. I would probably think he probably has another two or three years in the bag. Yeah. Who knows? I hope he doesn't fight till he's fifty. It's crazy how these over forty year olds are doing well. Yeah. Um, you have. You also have uh, Olofsky winning as well by decision. You know, he's 43. 43. You have... Overeem. You have Overeem. Overeem. Uh, have... DC just retired at 40, like Anderson Silva, 45. Uh... There you go. I mean, like, it, 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 it's weird because, like, those are the UFC fighters that, and I'm sure you as well, grew up kind of watching. Yeah, yeah. And they're kind of at that last leg. And then we have a new crop coming Especially in. Especially Overeem, man. Like, because Overeem is so, so good, man. He is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the thing is, Overeem is so active. Yeah. And the way that he got knocked down is just incredible. Like, like remember when he fought in Ghana? Like, you th I thought he was going to die, man, after that knockdown. But then he, like, he came back just like cat weenie. It's great. Man, look, not only, not only UFC. I was talking about it last night with my students. Uh, and the most active students that I have and the most advanced, they're all over 40. 40, 43, 45, 48. Mm. Super active. Like, 48? Yeah. Who the hell's 48? Yoski. He's 48. Yeah, Yoski. And like Bob is 40, 43, 44. Uh, Fat Boy is 40, 43. Mm. 
Neil, I, I, I think you don't know Neil. Yeah. He is 40. Like, he looks like, very young. Like, he's 40. He's like, man, you know, and they keep, they keep training, you know, like beating ass people. I have to say, like, I think 40s, the new kind of 30s in a way, like, being, I mean, I'm almost 40 as well, but I'm probably more healthy than I was when I was 20-something. Can you see? Yeah. Yeah. More. I mean, things have changed so much um, in terms of society around diet and, and working out and everything else. So. Maybe, like, people at 40s has more discipline as well. Uh, discipline and probably more, what I think it is... It's more about you. You're at a point in your life where, career-wise, you've you've gone through the shit. You make okay money now. Money gives you time. Yeah. You know true. I mean? True. 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 It allows you to be flexible. I think when you're in your twenties and thirties, you're you're hustling. You're you're. Yeah. 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 Right. I think once you reach that forty mark, it's like okay, I got a little bit of money. I want to get healthy now. I don't want to drink so much. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the focus now is on your health and, and, and well-being and all that kind of shit, right? So that's kind of... Are you 30... 37? 37. Uh, 37. I don't feel 37. I still feel like I'm still 20-something. Um, definitely more healthier than I was before. Um, obviously, with the COVID stuff, my whole training regime has changed. I do more at home now than the gym, so you can see. Guys, he has a he has a gym at home, man. Eh? I got my dip balls, <laughs> yeah. I got my punch bag. He has a bag. He has kettlebells. Yeah. He has. He loves gloves, guys. Every 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 month he comes to me, man. I got a new gloves, you know. Yeah, I got <laughs> yeah, yeah, he has many gloves. Yeah, so it, like it, it's completely changed. Like my whole, I don't even lift weights anymore. Mm. Um, I try to do more cardio. So like, yeah, definitely, it, it's saying. I think as you get older, you definitely want to kind of maintain that sort of health and well-being. Um, yeah, that's good, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But we'll see what happens with the whole Glover slash Jan slash Izzy situation. Before I forget, I almost forgot. Did we bet last week? No, we didn't bet last week. Ah, man. We know because we both went for Santos. You said no, I said Glover. Guys, I'm said, look, I can't remember for sure, but I would check on the on the podcast last week. I can't remember. I remember they said like the odds was very good, yeah. But I, I will go for Santos. You got you I remember you said that. You basically said like No, did I say that? No, I even said like no. Look, guys, I'm pretty sure we bad. But look, I will check it out. But I remember because I said the the, the odds for Glover the, for Glover was very good. Yeah. Because he was the underdog and I said he was for me he was the favorite. Because but I also of the grappling, you saying like, I think, uh, you know, you said Glover should win, but I think Santos would. Did I? I don't know. I can't remember. You go. You go. Yeah, check it out I have to check episode. it out. Um, I mean, look, I, I thought Santos was gonna win. Um, yeah, I mean, Glover just, it's just, it was too good. It was way too good. Yeah. Crazy. Different crazy. level. Different level. Crazy. Uh, so what's what else is happening in the news of UFC? We got Poirier McGregor to not official, 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 I mean, for, not for, official. For, yeah, I mean, like, finally Poirier said he signed the deal, right? But McGregor, did, he, 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 I mean, he haven't confirmed, but I mean... He's, he didn't say that he signed, but he's, like, always posting. So I he's think it's going to happen. Agreed. Yeah, he verbally agreed, but yeah. He hasn't signed yet. Um, again... I'm not sure if this is a switch where he wants to fight Gaethje. Yeah, I remember you saying that. I think that's... For, for McGregor, if he wants to get that title shot, the quickest way to do it is to defeat Gaethje. 
Do you think so? I think Dustin Poirier. No, I think Dusty, man. No, because like if he goes against uh, Dustin, he still has to fight Gaethje. By the way, talk about about the, the title shot. Did you see what Ali Ali posted? Thirty eight. No. Told you, he's coming back. Uh, he's coming back. Let's see. I still think it's Ali trying to put him in evidence. Let's see. Uh, he's coming back. He's coming back. Like because Ali is quite loyal to Khabib as well, right? And I mm. don't think he would fuck him over like that. I think he knows something. Um, I think this is, all, like you said, part of the whole PR, getting people interested. But I think Dana, Ali, they know he's going to be coming back. I'm pretty sure. And the thing is, like, even if he comes back for 30 or no, he only has two options. He's, like, he's, he's basically beat everyone at 155, right? Mm -hmm. But his only option is Connor, if Connor wins. Second option is GSP. GSP, man. GSP is the first option. I don't know if that's going to happen. Do you think so? But why? Because with um, Khabib, he wants to do a 155. GSP can't do a 155. Doesn't make sense. It puts GSP in a disadvantage. Because it, it, even if they did 155, right? Mm. I mean, and then Khabib wins. They're not going to do 155. It's not going to be fair. Yeah, no, it's exactly. It has to be. And I mean, even 165, I was saying about 165, but it should be 170. At the end of the day, uh, that 165 is fine, actually. 150 is just five pounds. But then I feel like, less. why hasn't Khabib ever moved up in weight? Why is he always stuck with 155? Even though, like, he's gone through so many fucking, like, shitty weight cuts. He's missed weight, I think, once or twice. Like, he has never entertained 170, right? He's always been disciplined to finish his career at 155. I feel like if he does the catch weight, 165, 170, GSP... I feel like it ruined, like he thinks it will ruin his streak. He wants the 30 and 0 at 155. Mm. That's what I think. Uh, yeah, and maybe. I remember that he even posed, he even said in an interview that he doesn't, doesn't for him, doesn't make sense to move up. He will, he's going to be the most dominating in the 155. Yeah, but he doesn't see it as a good thing, as a, it's not, it doesn't interest him, like the fact you have many belts, you know? Yeah, but don't you think like being the, the, the GOAT? The, unequivocally the goat pound for pound go up 170 beat Usman smash him maybe do it just doesn't not man it's like when you because he's a grappler right a grappler that only use grappler you know he is yeah he's the best grappler in the sport right now yeah, and fighting Usman but, that, but look well, let's, let's talk uh, fighting Usman would be too hard because Usman is a high level high level grappler as well and he is bigger you know so he it's it's just tough for him could he win yeah he could but he's just like yeah, for a grappler it's not it's not good to yeah, to, to give you, that much advantage if you hear stories about Khabib in training like wrestling true DC, true 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 wrestling true. Luke Rockhold like, yeah, but you can't way. compare wrestling the wrestling of Luke Rockhold and 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 and, and Luke no, he is a high-level grappler. No, yeah, no, he's, on he's, the ground. But the, remember, in the ground, I'm talking about the wrestling standing. You can't compare Usman with Luke Rockhood. Yeah. Luke Rockhood is high-level grappler. He was, if I'm not wrong, he was world champion as, as a brown belt in BJ in, yeah, in, in Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I know he was like really high-level, really really high-level. But it's just different. The styles are different. He's not pressuring you like to get the takedowns all the time. So you honestly don't think Usman has a chance with... Uh, sorry, you don't think Khabib... 
has a chance with Usman. I can't say that he has any chance, but I don't see him as a favorite. I actually think in terms of size, they're almost the same. No, man. Usman is a fucking man. He's just, just not tall. But look at the guy's frame. Mm. He used to fight at 84, man. 185. Look at his, look at his profile Instagram. It's Usman 84 kgs. Yeah, so Khabib walks around at like 190, 200. Uh, yeah, but he's fat. He's, he's now he's fat. No, no, look. Khabib is like Khabib above. If Khabib is above 180, he's fat. That's the reality. You know what I'm saying? So if if, if let's uh, maybe okay. 185, like he's, he's like he's not he's not in his good good shape. Usman, he is like about 200 pounds, like one like 190 to 200 pounds, like shred. You know, like really good in, a, in the bad shape. That that that's the way he trains. When Khabib is training, he's probably like walking around like 175, 180, like training like hard. You know, like hard hard training. Like few weeks to the fight. Well, in terms of height, they're almost the same. Yeah, almost the same. Yeah. So I think um, you know, I, for me, that's a good fight. Like, It's not gonna happen. Like Guzman already said, he's not fighting Khabib. They're like friends, you know, like Ali's Ali yeah, Ali. So Justin, right? Justin's huh? under Ali as well. Now, but they're not close as as the as Usman and, and Khabib. And there's no interest. Usman trained with Justin for the Khabib fight. Yeah, 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 that's true. But I mean he it's not because he it he was not there to help Justin. Remember he moved uh, he, he moved. Was training there, his own training. Yeah, it's yeah. because he left uh, hard knocks with Henry Roofs because of he was supposed to fight Gilbert Burns. Gilbert Burns. Yeah, 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 yeah. And not only this, it's because, not because of Gilbert Burns, but also like it's a big gym, right? Hard knocks. And when you have the on these big camps, when you're the champ, everyone has a target on you. And for example, like everyone has a like a good day, like a not that good day, and like a bad day. So he was saying, which is super normal, you're in a bad day and then you go for sparring. And then one of the guys that fights in your weight class mm. does good against you and then you start thinking oh they start you you they're gonna start to feel confident mm. you know so for him doesn't make sense to stay in these big camps anymore because of that mm. totally agree mm. future of the sports for me not these big camps it's not they're not going to die not in the near future because the fighters has not not enough money to pay their own camp to 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 organize it But yeah. it's the future of the sport to be mostly like more like towards boxing, you know, like every fighter organizing their own camp. Well, I think that would depend on who the fighter is. I think if you have a fighter that um, is probably top 10, top five, who has enough money to create yeah. their own kind of Vito Belfort has been doing this for a really long time. Yeah. I think for like the kind of up and coming fighters, um, being part of a bigger gym is probably still best for yeah. them because they need the sparring. They, they need to kind of be training with other people. But I, I agree. And they don't pay. They don't pay. Yeah. What they the gyms usually do, they charge 10% of their Once purse. You, yeah, 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 yeah. We yeah. yeah, 10% of their purse. Yeah, I agree. I think that's and especially with COVID happening, is you know, this is going to be COVID next year as well. I think fighters in general need to kind of create their own little training bubble. Yeah. Uh, where, you know, like you said, it's their own coaches, their own people that yeah, they trust, yeah, 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 right? yeah. stick within that bubble. Um, yeah, no, I forgot about the, the COVID thing. It might help this theory you know like of 
Well, I think camp. it's changed. Well, I think what COVID has done, especially this year, has changed the way fighters approach training. I think yeah. what I've seen is the training camps are shorter, number one. Yeah. Right? Um, another thing is going back to what you're saying, the training camps are smaller in terms of who's involved. Who's so involved. Just a small team that's catered to that one. You know, Paulo Costa is one example, right? Paulo Costa, look, uh, good that you talk about Paulo Costa. Paulo Costa got this idea, I think, from Vito Belfort because when Vito Belfort was doing his camps, he used to invite Paulo Costa to be part of his camp. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. So, so he, I think, he kind of learned. Yeah. You know, like how Vito was organizing. But they're not cheap. I think they're not very expensive. It's very expensive. It's more expensive than staying a camp. I think Paulo was saying that he spent. 160 to 200,000 US yeah. on, on his camp. That's a lot of money. I, maybe he exaggerated, but yeah, it's a, it's very expensive. Well, you're going to fly some people Because you need to fly people, you need to pay for everything. You need to pay their salaries. You need to pay the sparring partners, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it's super expensive. It's definitely more expensive. So... It's better. I like the idea. I would you like to do it, to be honest. I, I really would like to do it. I prefer. But it's just very expensive. But if you were to do it in Hong Kong and Asia, it should be much cheaper now. Nah, Hong Kong would be even more expensive really? because you need to fly. I would, would be necessary to fly people to Hong Kong. And the expenses in Hong Kong are very expensive. Mm. You know? I thought about it. But, you know? So imagine, like, let's say I fly three people to Hong Kong. Let's compare how much I would spend with them here and how much I would spend with them in Brazil or in Thailand. Well, couldn't you do one in like uh, Tiger Muay Thai? Just do your camp. Yeah, you can. Just pay them, but they like, provide you with Yeah, all yeah, yeah. A, a lot of people, uh, like even Valentina, Valentina Shevchenko. Valentina is, is a sponsor, is, she's a sponsor yeah, fighter by, by yeah, Tiger. Yeah. But her camp is basically with her own team. She goes there, she uses the facilities. Yeah. She kind of invites some people from Tiger, like few people, but she has her own thing. She yeah. trains like kind of separately, yeah. you know. Sometimes I think she joined the wrestling maybe, but even the time that I was there, she did. I, I watch her training every day. She was there and she didn't join any, any session. She's a beast. Man. Yeah, she's a beast. She's, she's out this year, right? She's fighting next year? Yeah, uh, yeah, she's out. She's out. Amanda Nunes is Amanda out. Amanda Nunes is out. Yeah, by the way, that, that, that's good you, you mentioned. I mean, so that what does that leave UFC two five six, right? So yeah, Conor was asking to 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 fight, but do. it's not gonna happen anything. But maybe that's why they've uh, he's not signing. Mm, maybe that's true. But now that but they still have a but I don't think they will change because they still have a title fight, which is the Brazilian Figueiredo. Then you do an interim. For for two five six with Connor and Gaethje. No, that's not gonna happen, man. I'm no. telling you, like, no. like when you get is good for business, man. Figure it is, is like as a narco. Uh, he is like 61, but he can knock now people. It, I think UFC tried to promote him. But he was supposed to fight. What's his name? And then he pulled out. Um, Goldbrand. No, Garbin pulled out, but the fight okay. is on. Yeah. yeah. But who's he fighting there? Uh, sorry. Uh, I have to check, but anyways, yeah, he's fighting same cards. He's not there yet in terms of getting buzzed. No, he's not there. Of course, like for example, like when you talk about A and B sides, Garvin was the A side for this fight. Yeah. But I just the fact that they put him to fight Garvin is because UFC is trying to promote it. It's like of course they UFC prefers Garvin to win in terms of like views, but at the same time. 
they see a potential in Figueiredo if he wins, if he beats Garbrandt. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he can knock down people easily. Yeah, if, He's if he beats 50, Garbrandt, 57. That, that definitely puts him yeah. in like a different status. He has that killer. St- like yeah. He likes to talk shit. To he, his manager, uh, he's very famous in Brazil. He used to talk a lot of shit. Oh, really? Yeah, so he's kind, he kind of learned, which is good. You know, like it's, he's getting attention. Interesting. Yeah. Makachev is out as well? Huh? Makachev pulled out? Yeah, man. Yeah, this weekend you have a great fight. Paul Felder, man. Like, props to, to Pro Felder. Yeah. Five days five notice. Days. 155, five rounds. Okay, so let's bet on this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, of course, RDA. Okay, I've got Felder on this Really? One. So guys, he, he owes me a 100 from last yeah. week, and now in that 100, he's gonna lose it again. This weekend, I bet you 100 bucks. I think Felder wins. And okay. I'll tell you why. It's always these type of fights, the upset where the fighter that takes the short notice, someone like Felder, is at 155. But, it's a good weight class for him. That's his typical weight class. Because last time he did short notice, right? Wasn't at 170 with um, Mike Perry, and he lost. Yeah, right. that, Mike Perry. I think, I think that was... A, no, 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 no. Yeah, it was Mike Perry. His last fight? No, his last fight. Ah. That was, I think that was another short notice fight where he moved up 170. He lost, right? But it wasn't his weight class, right? Plus Mike Perry's beat. Yeah, he used to fight. Yeah, he fought like... He fought many times at 170. That's what like made me really impressed. But he said he was preparing for a triathlon competition. That's why mm. his weight was low. Yeah. So and it's it, like he was saying this is an experiment to see... If this will work, like short notice, he's in, he's like in shape, less sparring, yeah. for example. Like he's still training, but he's not training like two. For experienced guys, it might work, man. If you if you have, if you're disciplined, you know, if you're disciplined, if you keep training, yeah. like if you're not sparring, but Always like ready or they, yeah, they, they they have like years and years of of career, you know, so they have those rounds. Yeah, they don't need to be doing. Yeah, sparring they don't need to be that much sparring, but I mean. Not only the factor, like not 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 only the fact that it's short notice, but I see RD as the favorite. Even if it wasn't short notice, that's that's why I think like when I, like when I say, of course I go to RD like towards RD because the like maybe Paul Felder you can say he is a better striker, but maybe you know like RD is very good striker as well, very aggressive. He has a super strong chin. He hits heavy. Uh, he likes to pressure, but the the difference is on the grappling, you know. This like Paul Felder can defend, can he can definitely block a takedown. He is good, but I think the pressure, the volume of RDA, like will dictate the fight. Mm, interesting, because he so he's been bouncing up, right? So he was at one seventy his last few fights, right? RDA, yeah, oh, yep. he's going down. He's going down. Yeah. By the way, he's training at Novo Nio back in Brazil. I thought he, he trains with uh, Perello. No, no, he... No, no. Uh, sorry? Perello. Um, no, no. For this camp... So what happened... RD is from Rio, but he wasn't... He, was, he never trained at Nova Neon. So when he saw Jose Aldo uh, moving down to fight Peter Young, like, in doing successive... Like, I mean, he lost the fight, but he did a great job in terms of, like, he was in shape. He was doing... His performance was really good. So he kind of get inspired and decided to go back to Brazil to train at Nova Neo yeah. and do the camp with Andre Pedernetas and everyone. And yeah, because to, to lose the weight. So yeah, so he did his camp there. And then he, fl- he flew back to the U.S. last like 10 days. I think the problem with him though, um, 
He hasn't. He's only won once since 2018. Sorry. He's only won once. He he he's had basically he's had okay Usman lost right. Yeah no like. Covington lost. Uh, Leon Edwards lost. No, he's Kevin less. Kevin Lee won. And Kevin Lee was at one fifty five. No, 170, 170, 170. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kevin even asked to make 165 and he rejected. Michael Chiesa lost. But look, remember, man, look at his resume. Please tell me his last 10 fights. His last 10. I mean, okay, look, since, let's go to 2016, right? Okay, he did lose to Ferguson. Look, that's what I want you to say. Look, just tell me the names, please. Okay, he won. He beat Robbie Lawler. Look at this, Robbie Lawler, and then you go Tony Ferguson, and then you, you go Neil Magny. Neil Magny, and then you go who else? Usman. But I would just want you to say it's like lost to who? Yeah, Man, no, the guy I, fought I, I, everyone. I, 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 you know, it's like I, I, Rafael dos Anjos is a true uh, warrior. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like lost to who? So it's like, I mean, even now he was like he accepted to go down. To 155 you to fight what? Makachev, who is like Khabib's, you know, like. Uh, but I feel like he, he at 170, there was no way he was. No, yeah, I mean, I mean, it was a great run. He just lost to Usman. Remember, Usman was the champ at the time, but he became the champ. No, Covington as well. No, I mean, but after, this was afterwards, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but they're like the two top five. Like you can see the level of the division. Like they're just in a level above of the rest. Yeah. Like, if you see all the owners, he lost, then he lost to Leo Edwards. Yeah, Leo Edwards as well. But he beats a lot of people in 170. He beat Robbie Lawler, man. Yeah. yeah. Everyone's beating Robbie Lawler these days. No, but man. not at that time. When was that? When was that? Uh, this was 2000. Two years ago, probably. Yeah, it was 2000. He beats New Mag. Look at the way that he beat New Magni, man. Yeah, okay, yeah, but it was like so. Anyways, he 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 did a great job. But uh, yeah, I, I I agree with you when you say he he oh, when he moved up, wrong. he was not going to be the champ because the 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 size difference was just too big. Oh, don't get me wrong. I think he's he's definitely a top fighter, but at thirty six, yeah, I don't think he's going to be fighting top three anytime soon. Unfortunately, one fifty five. I see he's one. He's a contender. I really see. I really see he's a contender. Look oh. at the styles. The, the division is open. Remember, he was supposed to fight McGregor, right? Connor. Yeah. But and then he and then and Diaz yeah, came. Yeah. Anyways, man, that's a still good fight. If you put him in the in the in, the, in those guys, look him against Justin Gaethje. Great fight. Him against Michael Chandler. Which he called. Great out. fight he called against Gaethje. No, he, so he. So hey, he where, called out. Yeah, he called. Yeah, he, again, Chandler. I'm sorry, Chandler. You gotta fight someone. Yeah. No, I think I think he's gonna fight Ferguson. I think he should have fought RDA just to get himself. But I don't know. Actually, to be honest, I agree with you. I agree with, with the facts that he didn't accept because he just made weight last week. Remember? Was it last week? Yeah, like two, he, weeks, two ago. weeks ago. Man, it's just not healthy. It's just not good for your performance doing that fair again. Enough, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. So RJ, even RJ, he said, "Oh, if you say you cannot make weight, I understand." But you, why you're saying? You know, like RJ was just talking shit, of course. But look, but what I want to say, so look, Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, these are all good fights. And Rafael, I'm not going to say he's the favorite, but can be like even 50-50. He can definitely be the champ. Mm. But I don't see him being the champ as 170. 
But then it goes back to with what's going on at 155. I mean, when is he ever going to get a chance to fight for the title? Because he's definitely not going to fight for the title in 2021. Because you have, like I said, Poirier, Connor, Justin, Khabib. It's, it's between those guys. And Chandler. It depends. And Ferguson. No, look. But remember, he is a former champ. I get it. If he wins, let's say he, he knocked Paul Feathers, like, nicely. He is bigger name than these guys. He's like, for me, if he beats Paul Felder in a nice way, he's like one, he's like, he goes directly to a, like a title contender. You know, like he's going to fight once more and then he goes to the title. If he beats Paul Felder in a really nice way. So for, for me, he has like, he can go, he can go, he can fight for the title in two fights only. Yeah. Yeah, I know, I see that point. But I, I guess, um, I guess the biggest loser out of all of this is Makachev. Because yeah, he, he's, he's bad. now not even going to be considered as... Yeah, yeah, he's going to be he's gonna be out of that group. He's going he's to start all over again next year. Yeah, um, it's tough, right? It's tough infection. He said it happened with him another time. Really, um, they were saying his whole camp. So yeah, he's okay. It's it's a bit of man, it's just, it's just, it's so, such a bad situation. One person gets and, you know what's crazy? and then everyone gets... I have never heard of staph infection until I watched the UFC. In Hong Kong, for example, in Asia, you don't. I mean, have you seen people have staph infection in Asia? I've never seen it in, in, in Hong Kong. Uh, I've never even heard of it, to be uh, honest with you. Really? Yeah. So common in martial arts gyms. So, I didn't know. The first time I heard about it was um, when Kevin Lee got against Ferguson. Yeah, the, the chest. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it was the first time I heard it. It happened to me. I lost. I, I pull out. No, I lost. I pull out I pull out out of a, of a fight because of stuff. Long time ago. But she was supposed to be my first fight. It's so common, man. One person got. It's, the problem is because at the beginning, sometimes you don't know. We have an open wound and it's not like it's not clean, right? The gym or something, and is it's, that how? no, no. It might, maybe it might be. For example, like every like, especially with fighters, we, we we get so sweaty, so many people. Right after the right after the training, the gym should be clear. You know, like they should be clean. Like the like the mat should be clean and all that. But it's not only this. What I'm saying is like sometimes you have a staff, but you don't know that it's a staff. You know, like a beginning, mm. and then you we train together, and if I have a cut. Like a small cut, it doesn't need to be big. A small cut, and then the the contact, yeah, it goes inside, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then I'll get it too. So that's that that that's the problem. So it's like, if you have it, you cannot go to the gym. I've never heard it like anyone have it in 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 Hong Really? Kong. Never. Yeah, the, never. my my four or five years here, I haven't heard you, but yeah, yeah it's no, actually I did, I did, like, but I don't know the person. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, I haven't. I, I don't know if it's because the the temperature in Asia is, is a little bit more. Honor. Maybe maybe the gyms they clean the gyms a bit more. Yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was the first time hearing it. It was interesting. Sure. I think I think I was like something here. I mean, a lot of people. Did, not everyone in Brazil, U.S. They shower at the gym. Here in Hong Kong, we have that that thing straight to shower. Straight to shower. Yeah. Most people. You know, I don't. I mean, I just yeah. put a new T-shirt. But on you, like you just, just go straight home. And you, go, you go straight home and you shower at home, but. Yeah, yeah. You don't do grappling. You're doing striking. Mm-hmm. You know, you like some. Like if you do grappling, you like yeah, like. Sweat, yeah, it's like too much contact. So if you go like directly to shower, like after after the time that the, 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 this time that I had stuff, man. If I do grappling, like doesn't matter. I remember it was like training in a gym that had no no showers, but then they had like a how do I call that? 
uh, mangueira, you know, like, like a, a bucket, like a, yeah, like to clean the the garden, uh, the garden, the hose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so yeah, I was yeah, like yeah, shouting yeah, at that, yeah, and that yeah. is like I was like having like a uh, antibacterial like soup, you know, like right every day. I guess that's fine. Yeah. Okay, so just to make this official, you are betting for RDA. RDA. Okay. How much you get? Hundred Hong Kong. U.S. Yeah. By the way, let me let, let's talk about how on Ibarcelos. Did you see his fight? No, sir. No, Best I didn't f- see that one. I, I did hear about that. One. Man, look, I just want you to say how on Ibarcelos guy he is. He's he started to train at five with with his father. Like his father is like Coro Belch, I think in BJJ. Then he became like he was started. To, then he switched to wrestling. He became three times national champion in Brazil, or like I don't know, like national team, national team in Brazil. Then he started to train with Pedro Rizzo. Anyways, the guy was mold to be a MMA fighter. You know, like he, I mean, he is since his first. He is famous for a really long time since he was a kid. So really? pay attention to the yeah, yeah, very famous in Brazil. He has a good. He has a good relationship with Novo He used to train at Novo as well in Rio. And he is like one of the Pedro Rizzo students. For you who don't know who Pedro Rizzo is, uh, is he, used to, he fought for the title, heavyweight title against Randy Couture back in the days. One of the worst decisions ever. He won that fight, but they gave to Randy Couture. Anyways, uh, so you, 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 you can imagine how complete he is. He, he started training at 5 BJJ. Then he went to the national team of wrestling in Brazil. Yeah. Like at 15. Yeah. I think he was three times national champion, like national champion wrestling in Brazil. And then at 18, I think, 19, I don't know, like around 20s, he started to train with Pedro Rizzo. Nice. Like kickboxing, Muay Thai, Brazilian Muay Thai. So anyways, the guy is then one of the, 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 probably the next stars, he would be like a contender in the 61 KGs division. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, he's got a 16-1 record, so a pretty damn good record yeah. for sure. Um, all right, guys, keep an eye out for that. Did you see the, the Claudia? Claudia Gadelli, she lost, right? Yeah, I, I, I guess the Chinese, Jan. I didn't, I, I, I didn't see, to be honest. I, I watched it. I mean, uh, Jan, I think, is on a 5-6 winning streak, and they're basically saying that um, probably next year we're going to be seeing a first Chinese versus Chinese champion title fight, which to Both? be honest with you, is she is she that good? I, I heard great things about about her, but is, is she uh, that good? I mean, look, the, the fight was competitive in the sense of like you know, Claudia wasn't getting smashed or anything, but mm. Jan just had a little bit more physical power. Mm. Um, cardio was pretty good. She's a lot more of a power striker compared to um, the. It's champion. the Chinese style, right? I mean, she is the the, the Chinese champion. She is really good, but she, you can see her main thing is her. She's so athletic. Yeah, she's yeah. just she's much stronger than everyone else. You know, she's so athletic. But so what athletic. I've about like some of the Chinese UFC fighters, there's two types. The majority of them don't train in China. So the majority of them, they train either in, but, in but, Thailand. No, no, but actually she trains in China, the champion. Yeah? Yeah, no, yeah. no, the, no, the champion. That's yeah. But look, but now they have the, the UFCPI. So many, many, like some fighters that used to train overseas went back to China and they're training the UFCPI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, true. Yeah. But then if you look at people like Yan and stuff like that, you can tell like her style is very Tiger Muay Thai, very like Bali MMA. Oh, really? So very kind of Muay Thai heavy. Whereas if you look at the current champion, 
Zhang Weiling or something. She trains in China. She very kickboxing. A little bit more, yeah, more different for sure, more fluid. Yeah, yeah, the Muay Thai is not that big in China. Kickbox is much bigger. Yeah, even here Shenzhen, uh, like right beside Shenzhen, Hong Kong guys is like their neighbors. But Shenzhen, kickboxing is way bigger than Muay Thai. A lot here. of gyms right in Shenzhen right now. Right? Yeah, a lot of gyms, a lot of gyms. Nice gyms, by the way. The gym that I used to go train there with the my friends, kickboxers, amazing, man. Awesome. Beautiful, yeah, beautiful. Like, it's a beautiful, beautiful, city. beautiful, yeah. Yeah. All right. What else? Mm, we have one championship this 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 Friday. Any anyone in particular that's uh, main uh, event? John Lineker. Uh, yes, yeah, yes, against yes. Bellion, the Filipino, the former champ. Bellion is definitely he's. He's the big, one of the superstars. Though, yeah, right? one of the superstars from, from one. XUFC? XUFC fought. Did Is this he fight his for this? No, yeah, no, no, no. His second fight. His second fight. Second or third. Lalineker has an incredible champ in heavy hands. Heavy hands. Even I remember, man, I remember Lineker fighting in Brazil before UFC. He was already like, like beating people's ass and like getting knocked downs all the time. He hits yeah, heavy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He hits really, really heavy. It's his style, you know? I actually didn't even know he left the UFC to join one. Yeah. Um, interesting. Yeah, that's going to be a good fight. We're, we're definitely going to watch that. We'll cover it next week for sure. Um, you know, one's been putting up some good fights, mm -hmm. I have to say. Um, especially their title cards. It's been entertaining to watch, so good for them. You know, obviously with the bubbles starting to kind of being more official, hopefully... You know, fighters like you get more of an opportunity to yeah. fight in, in, in Singapore or maybe yeah. in, in Thailand in the next Singapore. couple months. My friends at Evolve, see you soon. Do you know, like, if um, in Hong Kong, whether or not there's going to be any tournaments? Like, just MMA? Uh, yeah, no, but the, that's good you ask. Yeah, it's, it's, it's supposed to happen like a amateur MMA event in December. I don't know if it's going to happen. It was postponed. It was supposed to be in November, but then it postponed to December. But yeah, should happen. Just jo November. Yeah, the one that George is, is, is going yeah, to yeah, fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Is he still training for that? Not with me. George, where are you, man? Where are you at? Oh, ah, come on, buddy. Yeah, George, you know George. He's yeah. a, he, is, he trains a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, he's also um, got his own students as well, right? For, for private classes and all that, right? George. Mm -hmm. He's got his own students as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. He has been, has been working a lot. Yeah, George right. is a hard worker. Go for it, George. Hopefully, hopefully you get to fight this December, but we'll see what happens. Um, anyway, I think this wraps up this episode. Again, we do apologize with the mic issue. Soon, guys. Soon, soon. Um, you know, we're doing it ghetto style, uh, but now that we've got about, what, seven, eight episodes in the bag, I think it's time that we can kind of think about upgrading. Maybe add some music to it. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you guys. Have a good weekend, and we'll cover the fights next week. Thank you. Cheers. Peace out.